I want to be here. It is as simple as that, says A.J. Green in response to all the rumors about him wanting out of Philly. About him scrubbing his social media right before a playoff game. Uh, Very bad timing. Not par for the course in terms of these wide receiver divas wanting an extension, wanting something, wanting more more looks, wanting something going on differently uh, within the, the scheme. Whatever the case may be, A.J. Brown put up a fight, made a scene, but he's telling us, I want to be here. And I believe him. And I don't think he's going anywhere. There was, you know, speculation that maybe if he's disgruntled, he could force his way out of Philly. But it does not feel like that's the case any longer. He says it's as simple as that. A.J. Brown stand. Jalen Hurts is underrated. We're talking about the Eagle players. Devontae Smith, is he a wide receiver one in fantasy? Is he an underrated wide receiver one? We're breaking down Philly. We're breaking down this. The fantasy football show begins right now. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So this piece of news isn't exactly fresh off the press. There are a lot of things that have been kind of lingering on my docket of things to report on, speak to, but it's still very, very much, you know, out there, not talked about enough, and I need to address it. I need to bring it to the forefront. I need to give you my take on it. A.J. Brown does not appear to be wanting out of Philly. And, and I believe him. And I don't think that there's going to be anything that, that causes this thing to go in a different direction at this point. I think that A.J. Brown was disgruntled. He probably was upset. He probably at one point did maybe want to push the, the limits to this thing and, and see where he... You know, maybe I'd be more appreciated somewhere, but then bygones were left as bygones. And, and now we're, we're sitting here watching A.J. Brown... Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts walk into 2024 very underrated. The the offense in general, very underrated. When, when Shane Steichen left to go to Indianapolis before this previous 2023 season unfolded, we weren't sure how the Eagle offense would adapt, how they would move forward without Shane Steichen, who was very much responsible for everything that you saw offensively. He was very much responsible for the development of Jalen Hurts. He had so much to do with all that. Philly loses both OC or both OC and DC, uh, one to Arizona, one to, to Indianapolis, and they've got to kind of piecemeal this thing together. Didn't work out. Philly absolutely dropped the ball in terms of fantasy production, in terms of NFL production, in terms of Jalen Hurts being consistent all year, in terms of this offense being what we we know it can be. And they left such a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. There's a lot of pro or were pro Philly people that are like, I'm out. I'm not drafting Jalen Hurts. I don't know how I feel about Devontae Smith. I don't know what I want want to do with A.J. Brown with the, the diva mentality right now. I'm kind of here to swing us back in a, a direction of, we need to calm down. 
We need to step back and relax and stop thinking that this thing isn't going to go back to where it was when Shane Steichen was 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 making this thing into a well-oiled machine and it was out there firing off every single week. Oh, Smitty, the gentle, the brotherly shove will be taken away. What's Jalen Hurts going to do then? Jalen Hurts was figured out. Smitty, did you see Jalen Hurts in the in the skill? He's such a bad skills competition guy. He can't throw anything. I I love it. I love it. Bring it, please push Jalen Hurts down into round four. Please make him one of the biggest steals in fantasy football 24, uh, 2024 by pushing him into round four. Right now, Hurts seems to be cemented in three, but the constant negativity, especially on X, a.k.a. Twitter, and if you see anything about Jalen Hurts, it's it's that fandom, that, that inner division, or just a, a person that hates the Eagles, a uh, fan base in there saying, oh, he, hurt, he sucks, he's been figured out, Jalen Hurts is not a top five quarterback. You see all these polls that people do when they're bored on social media this time of year who's the best top six quarterbacks in the national football league from an and then you hear people say oh well Hertz is a top five fantasy guy but he's not even a top 10 nfl quarterback i call cap on that i totally disagree i don't even think he's outside the top five is he maybe a slight uptick in fantasy value versus real NFL value, maybe, maybe a little bit, not much. One one player spot, maybe two. We're talking about maybe he's fantasy wide or quarterback two, and maybe he's QB four or five. For anybody to say Brock Purdy is better than Jalen Hurts, give me a break. Give me. A For anybody to say Goff or Cousins or any of those guys are better than Jalen Hurts, give me a break. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, CJ Stroud, uh, these, these are Lamar Jackson, these are ballers. These are absolute straight NFL ballers. That are going to rain hell down on anybody in their way. They can carry teams on their back. And I love, I love, I absolutely love when people throw shade on Hertz and try and drive his value down. Because if he falls into round four, I will be drafting him in so many leagues. I will, I can't even count. I can't even count. I'll be putting a lot of eggs I'll be putting a lot of eggs in one basket if I keep seeing Jalen Hurts sitting there in round four. The same way I feel about Mahomes sitting in round four. Mahomes, Mahomes lives in round four. Mahomes lives in round four right now on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. And at the end of this, we're gonna we're gonna create a draft. Okay, we're gonna jump into a draft. Whether we'll create a draft or we'll jump into a, a best ball draft. So make sure you get your promo code utilized right now. Underdog fantasy, hit the link. I'm dropping the link in the live chat right now. Let me pin that link in the live chat as well. Uh we'll be jumping into a draft here in just a little bit. So make sure you are ready to go signed up using the promo code. They'll double the first deposit up to one hundred dollars. So drop a hundred, they'll give you a hundred. You drop twenty, they'll give you twenty. So make sure you're ready to go. You're fired up. You've got the promo code used. You got the app pulled up. It's as easy as let me tell you how we'll get into a draft together. Once you're signed up and you got the app open right like this, you're going to basically on the lobby tab, which you see the yellow bar underneath the lobby tab, and then drafts down at the bottom. You click drafts and then you get this carousel uh, of, of, of things. And we're going to go all the way down to, I believe it's the, the big board. 
$10 entry. Uh, big boards, what we're going to be jumping in, in in a few minutes. So make sure you get the app downloaded. It's in the live chat. Let me see if I can pin it uh, in the live chat right now. That way we can uh, make sure everybody's good to go. Okay, link's been dropped. I think it's been dropped. Did I drop the link or did I not drop the link? Yeah, here it is. Okay, so let me pin the link. Here it is. Pinned it. There it is. Go. It's also in the description of every video, including this one. Here's what I'm going to tell you about Jalen Hurts. First of all, let me address the NFL aspect of this because the NFL aspect of this is downright disturbing and disrespectful when people say this guy's not a top five quarterback, let alone top seven, top ten, whatever you want to run your mouth about. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, we got. Wait, I know we got AJ Breen up on. AJ Green up on screen, but let me pull this up real quickly and just say uh, th- this this report here is just highlighting the touchdowns. Cam Newton is the uh, who got in a fight. I I got the the fight the video footage. He looks like a witch with a witch hat on. He's got a witch hat on in a in a fist fight. Cam Newton, go go check it out on my Instagram. Cam Newton gets in a, a fight with a witch hat on, and he gets in a fight with like three or four grown men at a camp. It's on my Instagram. And he's wearing this, like, witch hat. It's not like a costume. This is just how he dresses. Cam Newton dresses like the weirdest person I've ever seen. He's got this hat on. It looks like a witch hat. And he's fighting three or four guys, and they can't even get the hat off. Hat hat doesn't budge. The hat doesn't budge. Cam Newton, as much as we want to make fun of him, Clown Newton, a lot of people call him, he's absolutely unbelievably big and strong, and it's hilarious. And this man... 75 rushing touchdowns, the most in NFL history. Jalen Hurts has 41 on pace to break the record by the age of 29. Jalen Hurts is on pace to break the NFL rushing record for a quarterback of 75 by Cam Newton. On pace to break it by age 29. He has 41. He has 41 rushing touchdowns already. Oh, but if they take away the brotherly shove, Smitty, blah, 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 blah. He won't have those. He won't break that record. He'll stop scoring rushing touchdowns the moment they take away this man's ability to have the tushy-pushy. Once the tushy-pushy's gone, Smitty, he's not scoring touchdowns. Look. He might di- get that number dialed down each year a little bit by not having the brotherly shove. But if you don't, you don't think they'll circumvent. And when I say circumvent, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean play within the confines of the rules. If you don't think the Eagles will figure out, okay, well, what can we do? What can we push the limits to? Oh, we can do this. We're just going to have them sneak. Quarterbacks have been doing normal QB sneaks for quite some time. And my guess is this man still, with his ability, Jalen Hurts, to out-squat almost every single lineman in the entire National Football League. You heard me correct. He can out-squat almost every single lineman in the National Football League. I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts is still scoring 80% of every single one of the touchdowns he's getting right now. And if you don't think that's true, fine. Then push him into round four. Hold my beer. Go get me a coffee. I'll draft the man in round number four. You can watch from the sidelines. I'll tell you that right now. And this man, A.J. Brown, I I, I do I do admit I, I was a little bit hard on him when he 
presented his diva mentality right before a playoff game. I don't I don't hate when a player says, I'm going to scrub my social media and I want an extension now. I get it. It's part of the game. I, I totally understand it. But A.J. Brown did this right before the wild card weekend playoff game, which he wasn't able to play because he was injured. And he did it right then. Worst timing known to man to create a controversy, to uns- to scrub your social media, to make that statement in the middle of a playoff game. It was not. It was disrespectful. It was also not a good look. And I'm sure he realizes that now. And I believe this is why he does have a cooled off, changed mentality of I have no problem. I want to be here. It's as simple as that. Clearing the air uh, on Sports Radio W. Uh, I guess IPW1P, whatever the hell that is. Eagles wide receiver, AJ Brown, clear in the air. I want to be here. It's as simple as that. And if he wants to be there, the team doesn't want to trade him. The team would have only traded him if he became a problem. If he became a toxic problem in the locker room. Smitty, he wasn't going anywhere anyway. That isn't necessarily the case. If he had let this boil over, if he didn't have a, a a desire to play there anymore, they had eventually looked at it and said, well, what what's the option? And, and they don't have to do that anymore. So the team has zero desire to get rid of him, and he wants to be there. So A.J. Brown is here to stay, and that's great news for Hurts. It's still actually great news for Devontae Smith because I think this, this guy, A.J. Brown, with the knees and everything, he's not going to be some locked-in, loaded, like, four-year player going forward. From a dynasty perspective, it's something along the lines of he plays elite football for two years, and then you're lucky if you get anything past that on a consistent level, because I think he'll be potentially in and out of the lineup, missing time. These knee injuries, they tend to, when you start cutting away at meniscus and doing all these cleanup uh, situations, they tend to get worse, not better. Okay, Knees don't get worse We start cutting away at him. Devontae Smith is still in development mode, and he can absolutely step up and be the number one wide receiver when his team calls upon him. Think T. Higgins. Chases out, T. Higgins steps up. The difference between T. Higgins and Devontae Smith is I believe that if the departure situation happened, if if A.J. Brown got injured, or if A.J. Brown missed a lot of time, or if he dropped off a little bit, whatever the case may be, I believe T. Higgins wasn't an elite wide receiver one. I believe he is a great wide receiver two. Very glad that he's back in Cincinnati. He did get tagged. They're still going to probably try and work out a long-term deal. There's still a small chance he could get tagged and traded, but he's been tagged. He's going to play at $21.8 million, T. Higgins. And and I very much like T. Higgins in, in, in Cincinnati. He's good for Cincinnati. He's good for Joe Burrow. He knows the team. He knows the situation. I believe that Devontae Smith and T. Higgins are a bit different. I think Devontae Smith's right here. I think Devontae Smith is inside the wide receiver ones. And if you think I'm I'm full of crap on this, why did he finish inside the top 10 wide receivers the year prior to last year? Because he did. And he's an absolute, I think, gem on the rise. He's still very, very young. Ziggy, how old is Devontae Smith? Devonta Smith is 25 years old. 20? He was born on November 14, 1998. Thank you, Ziggy. Ziggy off. Devonta Smith has still got a handful of years left. A handful of years. And and I, Ziggy, how old is AJ Brown? AJ Brown is 26 years old and was born on June. Not that much. 1997. Not that much older. Cra- crazy when you think about that. But AJ Brown, I think. I think even if A.J. Brown was the last three years, let's say. Let's say he lasted three completely healthy years, walked into his 20... Let's see. Ziggy, how old is A.J. Brown? 
He turned. When does he turn twenty? Ziggy, how old AJ. is Ziggy? How old is AJ Brown? Ziggy's was rumored to have been found Ziggy. by Ziggy Marley. How? It was actually named after Wake Forest Ziggy. alumnus John Ziggy Ziglinski. Ziggy! As the White Horse Tavern Ziggy! How old is A.J. Brown? This guy's A.J. Brown is 26 years old and was born on June 30, June, okay, so he turns 27. Ziggy off. He turns 27 in June. So he enters at 27. So let's say he plays 27, plays 28, plays 29. Okay, look at Cooper Cup, 30. 30 is the drop-off for wide receivers, especially with a bunch of knee injuries. So a two- to three-year shelf life for A.J. Brown. I think we got a four- to five-year shelf life for Devontae Smith. So in Dynasty, I prefer to have Devontae Smith in Dynasty, even if I thought A.J. Brown could outperform him a little bit this coming year. But don't be shocked if, even with the healthy A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith levels up. Don't be shocked that Devontae Smith takes a big leap forward. This is a fantastic wide receiver that's completely undervalued. He's 100% a top 12 wide receiver. He's been in the top 10 in fantasy in a, in a season, not this last season, but the season prior. He's absolutely got everything he needs, all the tools, all the smarts, all the quickness, all the, 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 the skill set and ability, and the quarterback, and the situation. And keep in mind, the downtick from his top 10 wide receiver season, Devontae Smith, from 2022 into his kind of, you know, not as big year in 2023 has a lot to do with the entirety of the offense dropping off. The entirety of the offense dropping off is that's a big reason why this went the way it went for him in 2023. It's not Devontae Smith, it's AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, it's uh it's Jalen Hurts, it's the whole offense that took a little bit of a baby step backwards, losing Shane Steichen and not having the right OC. They brought in Kellen Moore. They brought in Kellen Moore as OC. And you could say Kellen Moore has failed here and done well here, and you can be critical of him. I don't particularly judge him for the the bad things i know what i've seen kellen moore do he did it in dallas he created one of the most high octane offenses for years in dallas top five offense every single year kellen moore knows offense kellen moore knows how to utilize tons of weapons he didn't have multiple weapons like he did in dallas when he moved on from dallas and now he's you know available then lands in Philly as a leftover type OC. Yeah, oh, he's he's failed, right? No, he hasn't failed. You're giving him the same kind of weapons and arsenal in Philly that he had in Dallas, and look what he did in Dallas. I fully believe in Kellen Moore revamping Philly and turning this thing around. Kellen Moore to the freaking moon. Jalen Hurts to the freaking moon. A.J. Brown for a year or two, maybe three, to the freaking moon. And Devontae Smith to the freaking moon. Even Dallas Goddard getting in on the mix. Absolutely love it. Jalen Hurts to the moon. You want to doubt him? That's fine. I'm grafting him in round four like clockwork. If all you doubters keep pushing him down, he goes into round four. We'll see what happens to his ADP. On that note, let's take some phone calls. Uh, and see if anybody, we got Sick Nasty, he's been a member for 16 months, he says J.J. McCarthy for president, uh, we're not going to agree on that, but I still appreciate you, upgrade his membership to Priority Comments, David Klein, do it live, David, let's go David, David says, hey Smitty, I want you to prioritize comments and reply to me more than other people, David, nice work, nice move, David, David to the moon, uh, we have uh, David became a loyal member, 
before that on this show, then upgraded it. David upgraded on the middle, in the middle of the live stream. David climbed to the moon. David, appreciate you. Uh, we're doing a draft on Underdog in just a few minutes. Make sure you hit the link. The link's in the live chat. The link is is pinned in the live chat. The link's also right there. I just dropped it in the live chat again. It's also in the description of the video. And we're going to be jumping into a, a best ball draft here in a second. Let's take a few phone calls first and see what you guys are thinking uh, on and around these topics here. Specifically, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Smith. Uh, I'd prefer if we could hit a couple of those topics. If you have another question, we'll definitely get to it. But dial in, dial in, dial in. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Your boy is uh, in the middle of where we're about 10, 15 minutes away from a full 24 hours inside my 72-hour fast where I only drink water for 72 hours, three days. Uh, there's a lot of health benefits to this. Underdog Fantasy Coach Smitty, hit it, do it live, get ready. We're going to be jumping into a draft in a second. Um, uh, phone lines got a. I'm sorry, I didn't have the phone lines up. Phone lines are open. Um, I'm I'm 24 hours into the 72 hour fast. Three whole days, no food, only water. Um, I've been also adding 10,000 or more steps every single step of the way, and I even prepped with 10,000 steps the night before I started. So I have 10,000 steps leading in, and then I, I accomplished, well, I will, by midnight my time, accomplished 10,000 steps. I'm at, uh, I'm about, uh, about 2,000 short right now. Um, and I've already down five, five and a half pounds. Um, I believe by the time I run tonight and get another, you know, uh, another workout in, I'll be in the six range, about six and a half pounds down, um, I know a lot of people are going to say stupid things like, oh, you're just gaining it back because they're negative. Um, they'll say it's just water weight and everything. Well, I'm also drinking a ton of water and replenishing, so it doesn't make sense. And even if you told me I was going to gain majority of that back if I didn't do anything about it, right? If I didn't use it as a stepping stone, a kick, a kick start, uh, a head start, it's going to put me about, I believe I'll be about 12 to 15 pounds down in the 72 hours. And it's going to put me in a position that working out's easier. My knees don't ache when I run. I'm not carrying a meat suit, it looks like, on my body. I'm, I feel like I look in the mirror and I got a meat suit on. And so I'm going to be trimmed down to the point where working out's easier. Easier to continue to do it. Easier to be motivated. You see the difference. So you're motivated to work out and stay doing, doing it. And I'm not going to curb my food all that much at all. It's more about... I know my body and my metabolism and whatever weight I'm at, I stay at it. It's really hard to get down though. I got to do something drastic to get down 10 LBs. And then I maintain that no matter how much I eat, what I eat, how many Cokes I drink. I literally maintain whatever weight I'm at. It's the it's the pro and con of, of my metabolism. But if I drop 15 LBs in this whole process, I'm going to be running like floating like a feather when I'm running. Make me run more. Make me work out. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, so... Um, yeah, uh, your boy is 24 hours in. I don't feel that bad. Um, I was very tempted on my stories on Instagram. You can go check out. Um, the whole process is being documented on my Instagram stories. Just click my face and it'll go through all the, the stories. But Miss Smitty got canes today. And that was tough to see canes sitting there on the counter. I put that on Instagram. I filmed it. Um, you know, there, there's a couple things that have been hard. But I, I have intermittent fa I inter I intermittent fast all the time. 
So all I really feel like is that I'm in the middle of intermittent intermittent fasting. You know what I mean? Like my mind's in the same place. Like, oh, I'll be able to eat soon. So I, I, I'm hurting, but not that bad because I still know this feeling very well. Um, but I think tomorrow is going to hurt me. Coffee will help. I don't drink coffee. And and honestly, I think coffee's like, how does coffee get lumped into the things you can consume just because it doesn't have calories or whatever? I think coffee's probably... Coffee's got to put a damper on some of that progress. There's no way. Coffee's like a toxic... It feels like a toxic... Like, ever... If, I don't... First, I don't even like coffee. Like, black coffee? How could you even drink that? Um, I, I just... I'm not, I'm not throwing coffee into the mix. I'm not throwing anything into the mix. It's all water. And uh, that's all it is. Okay, yeah, I don't know why coffee... Why is coffee allowed? Just because if somebody's like, okay, we drink a lot of coffee, let's include it. <laughs> you know, I don't care about if it qualifies through the calories or... So do a lot of other things, probably, that have, like, different things in them that have zero calories and all. Like, I, I'm not consuming anything. I want my body to literally, literally be on a water uh, regimen. I, I think coffee, I know you're going to defend it, Sick Nasty, but anybody that drinks coffee will defend it. I don't think coffee probably gets processed the exact same way as water. I think it's probably not helping as much. I guarantee you a person drinking a boatload of coffee and a person drinking just all water, same metabolism is going to have a little bit better results. It's just drink of water. Um, okay, so hit, hit me with the phone calls. Dial in, dial in, dial in. Just lift. I'm lifting on top of that. I'm lifting. I'm doing. I'm doing uh, burpees. I'm doing a 200 burpees, 200 sit-ups, and 200 push-ups on top of 10,000 steps on top of 72-hour no fast. I got people in my DMs with advice all day long. Look, I'm not seeking the advice. I appreciate it, uh, but I got a lot of people who are like Smitty. You, you're, you're just gonna gain it back. You're gonna whatever. It's just gonna be water weight. Uh, one guy said, uh, no offense if you're watching, but pal, but he's like, you're not gonna be happy with the results of the LBs. You're not gonna lose the weight you think, bro. I'm down six pounds. I'll be down six pounds by the time I'm done running tonight. Six and a half pounds. I'm very happy with the LB drop. And and uh, everybody's body's different too. Everybody's body's different. Everybody's metabolism metabolism is different. And your boy's dropping. I'm gonna drop 12 to 15 pounds guaranteed in this process. I'm already down five and a half to six and a half. Um, so it's gonna work for me, and it's gonna keep me motivated. I'll be doing uh, I'll be doing 200 burpees on top of it. So like I'm I'm doing a running start into it with the working out and everything. So it's gonna 100% pay off for me. DK Metcalf eats bags of Skittles. Two meals a day. I look. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter if look food. Everybody says you got to eat healthy. Got to eat healthy. Yeah, it's good for your arteries for sure. But really, what it comes down to, you got to be at a certain weight. Um, like if you're gonna eat badly, you, yeah, you can't lose it very easily. You got to do something like this. And this is not an unhealthy thing. And I'm no doctor. I don't recommend this to anybody unless you want to do it. And you got to consult your own physician on this one. But for me. Uh, I, I don't, I could, I could drink five, six, seven sodas a day. I don't gain any weight from it. Um, it's, I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I need to do something drastic. Theo, uh, appreciate just do hit, hit me with the, hit me with the phone call guys. I don't know if my phone lines are working. What's going on here? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. I will say I'm not a big, big, big fan of, of water in general. 
it's tasting good right now just to get anything in the system. Let's jump into an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty Draft while we await any phone calls. If my line phone lines are even working, I reset them. They should be working now. Smitty, code Smitty. Uh, the link is in the live chat pinned. Drop it like it's hot. Um, and uh, your boy, uh, man, my, my Fitbit's going, been going off. It's like, you're a boss. What are you doing? Well done. Are you cheating? Is basically what I think it wants to tell me. How many calories have I earned? Have I burned? My heart rate's at 74 resting. Well, not resting. I'm yelling and screaming. My heart rate's at 60-something when I'm resting. I got 3,000 calories burned today. I've got, uh, I believe, 5.8 miles walked. Is that right? 11,552 steps. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, hold on one second, Ethan. Guys, jump into the uh, into the big board right now. We're going to click it, Underdog Fantasy. Again, that link is pinned in the live chat. Um, click that uh, big board right there. Click the green button now. Jump in. If you miss out on jumping into the same draft, don't fret. Just jump into a draft right alongside of us. It'll be okay. Uh, you can follow along using the same strategies and, and ways of thinking and lines of thinking that we're using. And it might even be more beneficial not to get sniped. So jump in. Use code SMITTY. Do it live. We got seven more to start if anybody wants to get in. We have plenty of, of spots. Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. Links pinned in the live chat. Ethan, you're live. SMITTY, I got in a little bit late, but I've always, AJ Brown, I've always kind of steered away from because he's required, I mean, he's a great receiver, but it's like he doesn't, he, does, he doesn't get fed all the time. Like some of these other guys. I mean, I saw one game where Amon Ra, they got blown out and they just kept feeding Amon Ra, you know. So I don't I don't know if uh especially since he's getting older if I'm if I'm, I'm on AJ Amon Ra. Ra. What are you talking about, Amon Ra? You mean Devontae Smith? Uh, yeah, there was a garbage time game this year with Amon Ra where they just gave him the ball. I, I swear that they must have thrown it to him like sixteen times or something. You're talking and about against, I, I don't see a guy. You're talking about a, a, okay. A you're, just guy using, like, you're just using Amon Ra. Okay. I thought you were trying. Yeah, to... I don't see AJ doesn't get that. You know what I mean? He's, well, okay. He's so a, let, he's like Debo. You let know? me yeah. Let me clarify a couple things though. Uh, I would say that that in 2023 he got 106 receptions, which was absolutely uh, almost abnormal year for him because he's been at, he's been getting 88, 63, 70, 52. The one thing about AJ Brown is he's one of the most efficient wide receivers in the National Football League by a country mile, because what wide receiver is getting uh, 11 TDs, 11 TDs off 88 and 70 receptions. In 2022, what wide receiver is getting 88 receptions? That's all. 88 receptions. And he's still got 1496 and 11 TDs. 1496 and 11 TDs in 2022 off 88 receptions. What we always said was the day this man gets 110, 115, 120 receptions, he's going to have a 2,000 yard, you know, 20 touchdown season. Well, he ended up getting 106 receptions in 2023 he had the 1456 was actually lesser and he only had seven tds um he's still one of the most uh uh looks like i timed out a, or no i didn't time out i got the four pick um he's one of the most official wide receivers in the national football league i, I don't know that i'd be all that upset about 1400 yards seven tds and 1496 and 11 tds in back-to-back -back seasons though like staying away from him i don't know i don't know if i prescribe to that I definitely don't. It depends on where his ADP is. I'm going to take JJ here. Let's go wide receiver. 
JJ. Oh, there, there's and the, board. the um, Asher's coffee. Oh, says coffee is good. Sorry, horn, Asher. Uh, I was gonna say about the boss horn. You were doing a pretty good job of uh, trying to figure out um, the the sound decibels and everything of it. Because I mean, even Holly weird, they can't figure it out. My wife and I, we have to watch movies with subtitles. It's so bad. You know, they go from they try to whisper to get an Oscar. And then, you know, some crash happens or gunshots and you're deaf. You, you know? got, you got, so, you and your wife just watch movies with subtitles. You don't even have a sound up anymore. <laughs> Do you watch my show? No, I, I have the, the sound, sound up, but you have to have subtitles on okay. every movie now. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I tried my best, but th- th- that conversation is dead. Let's, <laughs> let's see. Let's move on from the boss horn. Yeah. Uh, basically, basically uh, Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, CD Lamb, JJ, Jamar Chase, uh, uh, Amon Ra went back to back to back to back to back. Bijan. Puka Nakua, Brees Hall, Superfisher's on the clock right now. Um, those are those are some good picks. Those are some par for the course type of draft. I mean, Brees Hall falling the nine, it seems really, really valuable. Like, I can't believe he fell the nine. Gibbs at 10's fantastic value. Those are the values of the draft. Puka is at, at eights. Understandable, but you are you're taking him at a, at a ceiling point, I think. Uh, Bijan at seven, I think he can outperform that. JJ at, at four was, I think very good that's who, who i took you know he could be number one and i think getting a wide receiver is always nice when all things are even um yeah coffee and acquired taste sorry coffee uh, uh asher's coffee appreciate you um where's our music you're supposed to 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 send me a like like a song weren't you where's my song asher where's my song did you send me one didn't you send you did send me one didn't you i'll, I'll try and play that I think he sent me like a beat. Um, him and Rock Out used to do these duels together. So we need more of those, Asher. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe if you could give me... Find me a coffee, Asher, that I would actually like. Like, it, it can't be black coffee. You're going to have to find a coffee I would like. I hate coffee. It tastes like crap to me. I'm sorry. It tastes like uh, it tastes like uh, you, you're putting the, the, be- the coffee beans in your mouth and just chewing them. That's how I feel like coffee tastes when I drink it. It tastes like gasoline or something. Um, find me a How coffee that tastes good. Awake? Recommend something, Asher, that you know somebody that hates coffee would like, and I'll try it. I'll try it. How are you keeping yourself awake? Five-hour energy or... No, you can't have just... stuff like that when you're doing a 72-hour fast. Ethan, this is a pu- <laughs> this is a purified moment here. You're, you're, you're cleansing. Yeah. It's water. It's water. I'm fine. I don't need energy. I don't need anything to keep myself awake. Um... Asher, give me something. Just, just the football. <laughs> yeah, just the football. Just the breaking news, Ethan. Um, okay, I'm on the clock. Josh Allen just went. I better get going, Smitty. I, I got a, my son. He, he wants to. I right, don't want to. Don't you don't want right. to. He wants to wrestle. Okay, don't want to keep you, bro. All right, later, Ethan. All right. Pardon me. Um, damn. This is tough. I guess I'll go Barkley here. I gotta admit, I, I you know, Achan would have normally fallen, but we're we're in a, a community of Achan, you know, loving drafters, so there's no way that's gonna happen in this draft. But I don't mind Barkley, especially if Barkley goes to Houston, he goes to Baltimore, he goes to Dallas. I mean, he's going to one of those three places. I think very much would like it. 
yeah, my body burning all the the fat reserves is keeping me awake. I, I feel like you're gonna see it in my face really soon if you're not you aren't already. My face is gonna start getting tight and skinny and thin. Um, I dropped 15 pounds. I, I definitely look a little a little slender from where I'm at. If I weigh about 210, 20, 205, 210, and I'm right now I'm at 220. I dropped six almost six pounds. Um, I'm at two 220. If I drop another 10, I'll be at 210, and I'm gonna look I'm gonna look much thinner. 205 is like my sweet spot. There's not like a, a, a not like an ounce of fat on me at two at 205, or at least it looks that way. But at 220, 225, I look like I'm wearing a meat suit. I feel like I'm wearing a meat suit right now. I even feel like I look a little bit thinner, maybe a, t- a touch. But I feel like I'm still wearing a meat suit. My shoulders feel like I got a meat suit on. Um, I can't I can't scratch my back like I used to. <laughs> I got to do the assist. I got to go like that and then shove to get it a little further to get to the itch. I mean, it's just like, you know, it kind of sucks gaining a little LB, a couple of LBs that you don't want to gain. Jalen Hurts going at the top of three. Well, this live stream is not going to prove any doubt amongst the, the Jalen Hurts uh, doubting community. What are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? I got Barkley, JJ. Um, let's go. You know, this This is, uh, it's it's not that early because it means the fourth ranked guy up on the on the board there but Laporta go with Laporta get myself a, a nice little trio little balanced attack Barkley JJ Laporta dominating the tight end position doing it live I've got tight end number one that's great that's a good advantage I got maybe wide receiver one I think I'm doing pretty well if I get top 10 running back play out of freaking uh, uh Barkley I'm good to go I am hungry. I am really hungry, though. I, I won't lie. I'm going straight to, and this is not going to harm me because I'm I'm walking or running some total of ten thousand steps. I could burn off. Like if I ate in and out right now, I'd burn it off. I would probably not even gain the weight back, but I would ruin the metabolism. You know, situation I got going on right now, ruining the 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 body, eating the fat reserves right now. That's what's really going to help me in the next you know two days. 48 hours but i'm gonna race over to in and out at 72 hours in one minute i don't know if i'll be live i don't know if i'll just be too anxious i'll maybe let you know do story posts on instagram for sure but i don't know if i'll go live in the, in the line get my burger but i'm gonna get three i already know i'm gonna get if unless lou malinati's or kane steps up i i shouted them all three out on the stories and if one of them steps up and says smitty come to us we'll feed you you know it gives me the meal on the house I'm probably going to In-N-Out. I'm probably getting three Flying Dutchman cheeseburgers wrapped in onions instead of the bun. I'm going to get three of them. I'm going to get the Thousand Island house dressing, put it on top of both of them, put a dab of ketchup on top, get a French fry, and I'm going to eat that thing like it's like I've been on Survivor for for four weeks and haven't eaten a meal ever. I'm going to I'm going to tear those things up, just tear them up. 
And I feel like just going to bed early so I can just wake up and have, you know, seven, eight hours out of the way. You know what I mean? That's part of what my plan is, is maybe, maybe you know, maybe go to bed early tonight. That way I don't think about it. My, my stomach is caving in right now. I can feel my body just kind of like eating itself. <laughs> Man, where are the fat reserves? <laughs> I just feel like a, I got a bunch of different, you know, pieces of my body just collapsing. Uh, but it's good. I got to work out. I got to run. I'm not done yet. I still got to run. I still got to run a lot. I got to, I got to, I got to get a, a good, well, not a lot. You know, I'll probably do about 15,000 steps today. I, I'm not going to just stop at 10. Like I'm, I'm two or 3,000 away from 10 and the night's young. You know, I got to do my burpees. I got to do, I'm probably do some jump rope. I got a weighted jump rope. Uh, probably going to do my 200 pushups and my 200 sit-ups and my 200 burpees and run. And so I have a feeling I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to just on the working out alone, drop the 10 pounds, but that working out alone is being motivated by the, the 72 hour fast. It's all part of the process, you know? And then if I, if I'm 15 pounds lighter, I want to keep working out because it's so much easier. Like it, running out there was, I felt like I was gliding. I didn't have shin splints, you know, then when I'm carrying around this meat suit, I felt like I'm wearing a 50 pound backpack when I go running these days and just losing, losing five, six pounds felt like. A very very good on my knees i'm 6'3 260 trying to get down to 220 try the 72-hour fast bro if i mean consult your doctor i'm not a physician i'm not a a, a, a workout expert but i i have lived a long time and i do know what works for me so i'm doing it and i'm doing it live uh this is the best value in the draft I mean, how how is Patrick Mahomes is such a value? He's such a value. The f- biggest steal in fantasy football 2024 right now, like, is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, as much as I want to say it's going to be Jalen Hurts potentially, Jalen Hurts just went at the top of three. Um, I, I think he's going to get pushed down in communities outside of ours, but Patrick Mahomes around four doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. He's a steal of the draft. Patrick Mahomes, Barkley, Jefferson, Laporta. I mean, tell me you can ba- you can draft a more balanced team. The only thing I would have maybe liked as much, and I, I don't want to say better because Barkley and Achan could be very close, but if, if I got Achan, I'd probably like it a little more, but I don't know if it would be better. It would be the same. Mahomes, Barkley, JJ, Laporta. That's the most balanced attack I've drafted in quite some time. I'm very proud of that team. Travis Rowe, you're live. Hey, I missed the beginning. What was it? Just about AJ Brown saying he wants to stay. In yeah, he wants to stay. There's, there's no more controversy. And, and basically, I wanted to come in and say how everybody's just doubting Jalen Hurts. They shouldn't be. And you know, this draft doesn't prove it because we're Jalen Hurts community. But he went at the top of three. I have a feeling he could get pushed down to four with all the negative. He's not a great NFL quarterback. He's just a good fantasy quarterback. That's so much of that's flying around news wires and Instagram and Twitter that that I think it's going to infect a lot of people. And you're going to see, you know, the only problem with that is if if Hertz drops to four, Mahomes could fall, could rise up to three. But where I got Mahomes right here at near the tail end of four, it's crazy. I don't yeah. understand it. Um, yeah. On the Especially cl- in redraft, I bet, I bet he falls. On the clock here, I've got, I mean, I know he's older. I still believe he can have some great games. I'm going to go Cooper Cup. I, I don't hate Cooper Cup in the fifth round. I think he's a, I think it depends where you're getting him. If I'm drafting Cooper Cup at the top of three, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. 
But if he's my fifth draft, one, two, three, four, fifth drafted player, like near the beginning slash middle of the fifth round, I, I, I don't see a problem with that at all. I think that's fantastic. Especially best ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a phenomenal. I think this is a bulletproof team so far, as much as you can have a team be bulletproof in the NFL. But I just think that's uh, fifth round is great for Cooper Cup. I, I don't, I don't yeah, I like love that. him high. I just, that's not high. No, and he's your, he's your second wide receiver, too. So, you're yeah. not asking him to be your number one guy. Um, yeah, I, I think that the Herb stuff is overblown. If if, if his, if his re- all his receiving options, A.J. Brown, Smith, and Goddard, if they're all healthy, I think we're going to see just like the beginning of last year. I mean, he was – people say, oh, he's not a great passer. He's not this and not that. He was he was hitting AJ Brown on ridiculous passes for the first seven eight yeah. years of the season. I mean, and, and Lamar's often said he's not a great practicing quarterback, which I don't love my quarterback to say that. Like it, for you to have limitations at all, that you got to make you know verbalize like that is kind of like worrisome. I I, I would agree. I don't think Hertz has said that, but I'm just saying that Lamar has been yeah. very very good on the field during games, and there have been times where people say, oh, he doesn't practice as good. Hertz practice is fine. I just people are like using some skill drills and the fact that he didn't, you know, hit certain cones during the the you know Super Bowl week and everything. Like, wh- whatever. I I could care less about that. What I care about is what I've seen on the field, and what I care about is what I spoke on earlier, which is an unbelievable freaking stat: is that the Carolina Panther QB Cam Newton leads the NFL in NFL history with 75 rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts already has 41, is on pace to break that record by the age of 29. By 29, Jalen Hurts will be the leading touchdown rushing quarterback in the history of the game. And people say he's a fantasy-only good quarterback, and he's just an okay, probably not even top 5 to 10 NFL quarterback. I could care less what people say. Jalen Hurts had drafted in the top 5 NFL-wise for my team, if I'm building a team from the ground up, if everybody's rosters got cleared in the NFL, and I'm a GM, yeah. Jalen Hurts is one of the top five or six picks overall. Because quarterbacks are what you yeah, need. That's yeah. how you lead your team. I mean, maybe you say you pick Stroud over him, fine. I'm fine with those those arguments if people mm-hmm. want to make those arguments. But Stroud's argued in the top two or three, four sometimes. So it makes sense. But like mm-hmm. people saying they would draft like Purdy or... Or Cousins or Goff or what? Like, this is ridiculous. This conversation, you see a lot of this on Instagram right now. Yeah. People are bored and they're putting these these polls up. Like, mm-hmm. who are the best quarterbacks in the league, not football? And it's like, you don't see, you see Hurts 8, 9, 10. You see people say Stafford over Hurts. And it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. You know who I love right here? Ah, uh, this is a tough, this is a tough call. I think he's going to be phenomenal as a rookie. He might even, look, Roma Dunze, Roma Dunze I'm going to take Roma Dunze. Roma Dunze, everybody acting like neighbors is just the shoe-in to be the number two. Roma Dunze dominates the football. Dominates the football when it's in the air anywhere near him. Um, his contest- contested catch rate is like astronomically high. Astronomically higher than the rest of college football. I believe it was around 80%. It was around his contested catch rate was around eighty percent. You're talking about a normal rate around fifty to sixty. 
like uh, for being a, a damn good contested catch, you know, player. Like this guy is unbelievable. And Roma Dunze, his route trees way better than neighbors. Not that neighbors can't learn that. Not that, like I said earlier the other night, when people try and uh, put uh, uh, Malachi Corley in a, in a box and say Malachi Corley didn't have a big route tree. I'm worried about that. You can only be worried about that so much because you can't, if, if a player is doing great things the way they're doing it, they're not going to ask him to do the other things as much because everything's working. Why try and fix what isn't broken? So in the defense of Malachi Corley and neighbors, the route tree isn't maybe as as uh, as as good as Adunze's, but it doesn't mean they can't get there. I'll, I'll put that out there right now. But Adunze's the entire package. If he goes to the better spot, if he goes to the better spot, he could easily be the number one. Uh, I'm going to go, damn, I'm going to go. I've got two, I've got three wide receivers now. This is, a, this is kind of a, I'm going to go Eckler here, old dog. Old dog mentality, old dog approach here. Again, the fact that I'm getting some of these guys, you know, at at later territory like Cup and Eckler, I don't care because they're so. I'm getting them so late. I I got Mahomes, Barkley, Eckler, JJ Cup, Roma Dunze, Laporta. Very balanced squad. I'm fine with Eckler at that value. We're talking about seventh round. Seventh, yeah. Worth worth it at that. That price for sure. Yeah, Roma Dunze, um, my third receiver. Oh my god! Like I love uh, Dunze as my third receiver. I would be surprised, surprised to see Eckler have a good start to the season if he's healthy. Because I mean, I, I think he's got a little something left in the tank and in the right situation, and he's gonna be wanting to prove it, you know, after last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I I, uh, I feel like uh, I feel like this team's a good mix of of safety and and some risk, but all the risk is baked into the the ADP. So I'm fine with this team. This is one of my this is one of my favorite best ball teams so far this year. I think this team right here that we're drafting: Mahomes, Barkley, like Eckler, JJ Cup, Adunze, Laporta. Uh, I like it a lot. It feels really, really balanced too. It's got great balance to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dial in if anybody has another question. Dial into the show. I was um, I was actually going to ask the other night. I forgot we were talking about like Corley and Tank Dell, like some comparisons there. Um, do you? Do you look at Corley more like a Tank Dell, or how does he compare to Zay Flowers, like ceiling wise? Or yeah, I think he's just a bigger, off, a like bigger play more like Tank Dell. Plays like Tank Dell, but is definitely bigger, obviously, than Tank Dell. But he definitely feels like he plays a little like him. Um, there's a little bit of like Tyreek Hill to Malachi Corley's game. Not suggesting they're the same speed on any level. Just the way he's scrappy. Mm-hmm across the field, catches the football, and just takes it to an open plane somewhere on the field. Like, like Hill catches the football, no one's around him. You know, that's Malachi Corley will catch the football, no one's, he's a yak machine. Like, there's there's probably, this is the funny part, Tank Dell was one of the best wide receivers in the entire draft class, and it was clear as day, the stats even backed it up. 
but people didn't see it, want to pay attention to it. He's too small. I doubted him. But this channel, there's, there's, I, I, I could say this, I think with absolute certainty, there's not a channel out there on YouTube that was higher on Tank Dell than this channel, than me. Um, Malachi Corley, I, you know, it's going to be the same thing. Uh, Malachi Corley, to me, it's as clear as day. He's the absolute best wide receiver in the draft after the catch. It's just a matter of can he run the whole route tree? Can he do everything at the NFL level that he's going to need to do? And I don't think just because he hasn't done it doesn't mean, you know, consistently that he doesn't mean he's not going to do it. It just comes down to they haven't needed to, they didn't need to use him certain ways. They kept using him in ways that, you know, like I said, why, why do, why change, you know, what isn't broken? Oh, I'm going to have timeout, I think. Uh, let's go. I, I, I selected Swift. Who knows where he's going to be, but I was going to time out, so I had to I had to do something. Um, I hate when it gets this deep in the draft, and I can't really cue anybody or people are going to see what I'm doing. Um, yeah, Tank Dell, absolute monster. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'll let you go. Oh, I'm not up yet. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to say... One thing, the thing with Corey, like you, you've mentioned, is he's 200 pounds, where, you know, Tank Dell is like one, I mean, I'm sure Tank Dell's probably closer to 170, 175 now or whatever, but coming out, he was like 155, 160, 165, where Corey's 200 pounds. So that's, you can do a lot with a build like that. Yeah, it, and you know what I sense about Malachi Corley, too, that I think people are soon going to realize is he's got that Amon Ross St. Brown mentality. Like, I'm, dark, I'm, yeah. it's yeah. not like he's saying, yeah, I'm just very humble to be in the part. You know, he's like, I'm going to be the best receiver in the league. Like, you start hearing him Step talk like that. And and I'm going to take Kyler here. Y- you start hearing him talk like that. And you're hearing somebody that has the drive to prove everyone wrong. And I already sense that he's going to. So it's all lining up just exactly like Tank Dell, in my opinion. Malachi Corley. You're going to watch him climb boards fast. Everyone's going to be all over this guy after the combine. He's going to go out there and show amazing cone drill time, you know, time and, and his, everything he's going to do at the combine is going to impress everybody. And then everybody's going to be all over it. So get ready for Malachi Corley to completely continue to climb. Um, Just need a good landing spot. Yeah, we're going to be blowing him up. But Ethan, he's, he's not going to be under the radar. No, no doubt about it. There's still a lot of other good wide receivers in this draft. You know what I think we need to do? Yeah, we need to put we need to put Malachi Corley on the the Moon Man list. We'll do an official. I like that. I I almost want to do it later, but and actually announce. But let's 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 quietly put him on here. The people that are here right now, you're privy to this information. This is. It's a little, yeah, a little sneak peeky poo to it. Here you go. Here you go. That's the wrong button. That's the wrong button. Here we go. The moon man. Malachi. You know what? Space Moses. You know what? Don't tell anybody, please. Don't tell anybody. But we're putting two rookie wide receivers on the moon men list. Nice. Malachi Corley and Roma Dunze. They're both going on there. So right. early looks at him. Early looks at him. 
Nobody else is going to see that. Don't tell anybody. We'll do an actual announcement video. It's coming in strong. It's coming in hot. Get ready for it. Two moon men just been added. Let's punch a button. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. We got three. We got four. Space monsters. Wow. Look at all the rookies we got on the moon men list. <laughs> wow. Well. With the mark. You have, have Mars and Saturn, Saturn man, now, now, so it's, it's kind of a good, good spot, spot for him, you know? Yeah. Right, we got a lot of rookies on this. We have a lot yeah, of rookies. Under the graveyard, though. Look at the sneak peek. Yeah. Okay, so Adunze uh, and uh, Corley. You got to put Corley's name here. We'll be, we'll be uh, announcing these soon, so... There you go. Moon men extraordinaires. God, they're all they're like all rookies. It's like an all rookie board. It's an all rookie board. Okay, I'm on the clock. Hold on one second, let me draft real quick. Let's see. I have uh I have three RBs, I got three wide receivers, I got two quarterbacks. Um, you know, Hollywood's interesting here. I think he's probably the I don't know. What do I do? Schultz, no, let's go. I think Hollywood finds a good home. I'm going to say Hollywood's a decent wide receiver. Yeah. Let's give him a wide receiver four job on the squad. All right, go ahead. What were you saying, Travis? Um, are you saying, is there a set number for, like, moon men and stuff, or is it just kind of play it by year as the season goes? And uh, you can move him around up until the season starts, too, and stuff, on and off. And... Uh, oh, uh, uh Terry dropped a $20 holler. Smitty, for your fasting, my guy. Smitty's buying in and out. He's Look, I'm going to cheers to you, uh, Terry. If I remember, if I don't remember, please remind me. Uh, Terry, you still here? Terry Roberts dropping a $20 holler. He is the guy that I'll be cheer- cheersing to when I when I hold my my three flying dutchmen wrapped in onion in and out burgers uh let me hit the denny 20 dollars holler on behalf of terry terry appreciate you are you still here terry That's uh, Denny for you. Uh, Terry, yeah, Terry's here. Terry, thank you. I'm sorry I didn't see that until now. Terry Roberts, absolute amazing. Uh, uh, Mark B says his 10-month membership question says, Odunze, or uh, the statement. And yes, Odunze to the moon man list. Terry, thank you for that. Let me see if I have any more membership questions by anybody. Again, David Klein upgraded his. Sick Nasty said J.J. McCarthy for president. Sick Nasty, you can call in. I'd love to know why you love J.J. McCarthy. Not... Not tearing down your, your yeah. Oh, that's that's why. That's right. But I would love for him yeah. to explain why he thinks he's going to be great. And I'm not like, Me too. not suggesting he won't be. But, no. but I just want to know like what I, is what is it about him that makes you feel like I was going to take Zeus, uh, uh, Zamir White that he got snagged. Um, I like to hear from people who, who watch him all year round get that perspective. Yeah, I love call in, um, sick nasty. I'd love to hear your your talk on 
on J.J. McCarthy. I will say that the NFL draft board, I'm getting so excited for where some of these guys are going to climb to. Bo Nix, I think, is going to climb the board very, very quickly. Uh, Caleb Williams, I think, remains at one. He's reportedly not going to throw at the combine. He's only going to throw at his pro day, which I think is such a... I don't know. I hate that. I hate how the quarterbacks are above the combine now. It really pisses me off. Uh, I love I love that Stroud... Who? The well, I don't. I, they're all gonna not probably throw, um, yeah. because they follow suit. They don't want disadvantages. So I'm not like mad at JD Five mm. over it. I'm not necessarily totally mad at Caleb over it. Some of it's his agent and everything. I know he makes decisions for himself, mm-hmm. but it just I hate it. I hate that the quarterbacks are above the combine. I think that's pretty crappy. And honestly, it, yeah, I, I want to see them multiple times. I don't want to see just one pro day, especially if you go out and you you crap the bed like you should want the mm-hmm. second opportunity stroud came out and threw at the combine uh bryce young threw yeah. at the combine um that was that was those well, actually did young did young throw at the combine i think he I think he might have he was injured or something i forget what oh, young, if young but stroud threw at the combine i liked i liked that that was fantastic um it is, it is a little bit of a cop-out, though, because it is, like you said, you understand they want to be in their controlled environment, but it's a controlled environment. So it's Yeah, like, I don't want to see know, I want yeah. to see you somewhere where you're a little less comfortable. I want to see random wide receiver rotations going in and out of, of, right. the, of the mix, you know, when you're having a, a, a guy like Stroud was throwing nice passes, and he came away as the best thrower of that, and that was good for him. I think it's stupid. But um, anyway, I think Bo Nix climbs up. I think Penix Jr. climbs up. I think JD5 becomes a lot of people's number one overall. I don't think Chicago takes him number one. You never know. But I think JD5 absolutely climbs into about half of the people's number one overall pick. And, you know, we had this guy here for a reason first. The Saturn Men. One small step for man. One giant leap for Saturn. There's a reason we had this... Immediately, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear it later that somebody likes JD Five more than I do, because that's not true. And then, he's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. We've got uh, London Stroud McBride as the Marsman. If anybody was wondering, Moons dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. And then Moon Men. The Moon Men dropping loads in outer space. Penix Jr. Look at all the rookies. Damn. Part of me thinks we got to put one of these Space guys on the sense. on the Saturn or on the Mars man list. I don't know. If I had to pick one, it might, might be Bowers. I might move Bowers to the Mars man. I keep thinking yeah. he's on the Mars man. I always, always hit the Mars man yeah. button, and he's always on the moon man list. And I'm like, so maybe we got to move Bowers over there. I want to go Braylon Allen here. I got the uh, I got Blake Corn, Braylon Allen. That's pretty good running back combination to have rotating behind of what could fail me, Eckler and Swift running back too. So I think this is a good good approach. Hollywood Brown, Adunze, Cooper Cup, JJ, Laporta. Uh, again, the running backs: Barkley, Eckler, Swift, Corum, Braylon Allen, Mahomes, and Kyler. It's one of the best teams I think I've built in a while. I like it. I like it. anybody else wants to do this, get on over to Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. The link's pinned in the live chat. Uh, Ron Navy, I think, just dropped a, a, a question. It was his uh, member, 20-month. Congratulations, Ron. That Denny clip made my night. 
Um, there are there are different clips for the twenty, for the fifty, and for the hundred for Denny. That is the twenty dollar hauler clip from Denny. Um, they won't be the only clips. I think what we're gonna end up doing with it, and I don't know if people like this idea or not. It seemed like people did, but basically, when you do your twenty dollar hauler, you hashtag what you want. Some people might say, you know, I want uh, hashtag twenty dollar hauler hashtag Trump, and I come in and I go, thank you, Richard. For your $20 holler, you're fantastic. So, th- those those will be uh, those will be coming soon. But there'll be players, too. Some people will want to have a player speak to them. Uh, I'm going to run out of time here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ah! I timed out. Jerry, Judy. Oh. Judy, come back season. Judy, duty. One, I wonder where he'll end up. <clears throat> yeah, that sucked. That was a dumb freaking auto pick. I did not want Jerry Judy. Damn it. Did you did you see that um, McCarthy, Penix, and Knicks are all throwing at the combine though? Yeah, we'll see how all that holds. But yeah, if if look, Penix as Jr. Of, as of an hour ago. Yeah, Penix right. Jr. And uh, let me put that on screen because that's good. I, I know the actual report was out. I heard, I heard rumblings of it. Let me see. Wrap report. Just put it out recently. Okay. Let me put it up. Perfect. Here it is. Yeah. I was waiting for the Rappaport report on it. I had heard that rum, rumblings of it, but this is uh, – let me put it on here. All right. Good, good for them, too. That could help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I like that. I hate the fact that – that everybody's copping out of the as a quarterback they're just above the freaking combine um so as travis just said this this report by ian rapaport just dropped caleb's not going to throw at the combine which is i love that he's not throwing at, at the combine that's fantastic um because now it makes him look bad and he's already he already looks bad he's already got character concerns and question marks and now he's the yeah. one guy that's above the combine i'm show above the combine i'm not going to show up Penix Jr. says he plans to throw at the combine. Bo Nick says he's going to throw, as does J.J. McCarthy. Uh, uh, Jaden Daniels, one of the NFL's top QBs, plans to throw at his pro day rather than at the combine. Damn it! Um, you notice how I'm not going to be mad at Jaden Daniels, though. <laughs> I admit, there's some bias there. That's right. I don't care. I'll admit it. I'm not going to be mad at Jaden Daniels. I, I wish he would throw, but these are the two top quarterbacks, and they're playing pol- political, you know, maneuver games where it's like uh, they don't want no one wants to misstep, and they're both going to do the same thing. They're both going to have controlled wide receivers running routes. Uh, these other guys are a little more questionable, so it, you actually can map it out and say, okay, who are the top two quarterbacks? Um, clear as day. Now, May, what's has May decided what he's doing? I haven't seen. Um... Because he he and JD are going to be competing for the two spot, but um, right. I have a feeling he won't throw either. I have a feeling it's the the solidified top three picks, top three in the draft. Don't want to do any damage. Their their camps are telling them not to. It's not all their fault. Um, oh, I'm on the clock again. Hold on. Let's see. 
Tight end. God, the tight ends like thinned out very, very quickly. I'm going to take Sanders, your boy Sanders. You love him, rookie. Just grab him. I needed the tight end. Ron Navy, you're live. What's up, Ron? What's up, Smitty? What's up? How's it going? Hey, Trap. I don't understand these quarterbacks that are invited to the combine. If they don't want to throw, which is the main component of going to the combine, then they should be disinvited. <clears throat> yeah, Spencer, Spencer Rattler's throwing too. Yeah, all all the guys that are trying to climb are throwing. I agree with you, Ron. I agree. I, I just yeah, just went on a rant on it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. There's been some in the past, but I think there should be just if you don't want to come and throw, that's why you gotta. If, if you don't perform in the combine, that's why you got a pro day. You can throw in your both both times. I think. But if you don't want to come here and you don't want to compete, because that's what it is, is the competition in the combine. You don't want to compete, then you're not invited no more. Go, go, go to your pro day. You're not coming to the combine. Yeah, I mean that's why I just, that's ra- I just, ra- yeah, I just ran it on it for a reason. I agree with you. I, I, I think that it's ridiculous that they're above the pro day or the combine. But I, I do think Jaden Daniels. And I think May will follow suit. It'll be interesting if May's the only one that goes. And his 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 camp might say, "Look, you're right now. You're number three, Drake May. You can maybe do something to help get an edge on the other two guys that are too good for the combine." I could see Drake May coming out, and that might be a little added character addition to Drake May. So May's camp might might do something like that and, and advise him. But it wouldn't shock me if Drake May also didn't uh, participate. And so um, I knew I knew I was going to get sniped in my own draft on Malachi Corley. And that's why I should have queued him, queued him, queued him on screen anyway. Um, damn, I'm 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 running out of. Uh, we'll go we'll go Malik. I still like Malik Washington. But any anyway, I yeah I think we'll see what May does. But it is par for the course for these guys usually now. You know their camps are going to tell them. They make their own decisions, but their camps are going to advise them. Like, don't go to, don't throw at the combine. But you're, you're not going to have your own wide receivers. You're going to get thrown off. Make sure you're you're throwing with your guys that you picked out. You have a rotation of four or five guys that are just going to be th- running routes that you know very well, and that's why they do it. But it's stupid wow. because it, you know, Stroud showed that he can have a rotation of of receivers. Not to mention throwing at the combines. How him and Tank Dell started becoming so close. You know, like there's look at how that ha- how that worked out. So, and then he told when he got drafted, Stroud told the brass in Houston. He said, as soon as they draft him, he said, draft Tank Dell, please. And they said, yes, sir. And they dra- and they drafted Tank Dell on the command of C.J. Stroud. If anybody didn't know that, C.J. Stroud decided yeah, that. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to go to throwing at the pro day. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty – I think it's going to be bad for Caleb because Caleb already has all these concerns, right? I, I suck JD5 didn't step out from that and say, you know what, I'm going to throw. And you're like, yes! You know, but JD5 is going to look so impressive at the combine. He's going to look so good. That would have made Caleb look even worse, too, if, yeah. if he was the only Caleb's one not throwing. Yeah. But you made a good point last year. Yeah. You know, the, I was just going to say. Hold on. Let's sorry. go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Travis, real quick, and then I'll go to Ron. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say real quick. Ethan made a good point with uh, AR5. He, he did a ton for his stack last year at the combine, too. Throwing in, every, obviously, everything else. But throwing, he, he looked good. 
So it was okay, but just just participating at the combine, you know, it, it helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. Sorry, Ron. Go ahead. No, that's okay. That's cool. Uh, I was going to say on the other side of that, you know, it, it, it it's really not fair to these these rookie young wide receivers that are at the combine wanting to to impress people and if they don't have the top-notch quarterback thrown to them or per se the top-notch um that that that's not fair to them either that's not fair to the wide receivers you know they're competing also they're competing to get drafted and when when, when you so-called have the top quarterbacks at the combine those are the guys that should be thrown to these wide receivers yeah you know, well, so well they're, they're they're not doing it, so I mean, it is what it is. It's very heady. Either you compete I, I or you don't. I, 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 I would like to hear a, a Michigan Michigan guy, Sikniowski or someone, give us their give us their look on JJ because I, yeah. I keep seeing how like JJ is a guaranteed fourth quarterback. He could be getting drafted. As a third quarterback, even after, after I mean, yeah, Signasty, call call in and, and again, I, I don't hate I don't hate him. I just want to, and I know you're a Michigan guy, so you're totally yeah. biased. But I want to hear why you think JJ McCarthy, who had very you know mediocre stats, you know, I know I know so did Brady. Tom Brady had twenty four hundred and twenty two hundred was it uh, passing yards in his two college seasons in Michigan. Yeah. He had nothing. So like I, I get it. It's not it's not a be all end all, but I'd love to know why you think JJ can be like unbelievable. I would just love to know. And, and and again, and I'm not saying that that Harbaugh is doing this, but if Harbaugh thinks he's the best thing ever too, you know, he should be he should be trading uh Herbert away if he thinks he's so great. Grab him at five. If he should be the number one pick in the draft, Harbaugh says, which I know he's probably just pumping his guy, trying to help his draft stock. I get it. But if he truly believes it, and I, I feel like he kind of might be a guy that does, then take him a five. You know, trade trade Herbert. Give Herbert to a team that's going to actually utilize him a little more because I don't think he'll be utilized as much in, uh, in, in LAC as people think. But I think he'll definitely be good. He'll definitely, definitely be like, you know, how Aikman was, you know, great for the team great for championships great like i think herbert will play very efficient i just don't know the stats will be the same i think they're gonna be they're definitely the, thing with, the, the thing with jj is you know you really don't know his his ceiling really because he was stuck in an offense that predominantly run the ball that that's what hardball did he ran the ball so so we don't really know the ceiling of jj when he did throw the ball, he was he was pretty good at it. Um, if, if you if you follow the team, he, he, he was pretty accurate. A lot of ifs there, good. though. But he didn't get the chance to to throw the ball a lot because of their run game. But unfortunately, so, in a in a what have you shown and proven to me? You know. Mm-hmm. environment that doesn't buy me anything like maybe you're right that makes him not a bust that makes him somebody you shouldn't count out but you can't give him a pass because of that like he, he has no bi- he has no business being in the top five conversation because just because he didn't get used doesn't mean because there are people that say he, he might be the third best quarterback third and fourth best quarterback and i just think that he's done nothing to prove that 
they, they, they're going to see the attributes in him. I mean, they're, they're, they're up close and, and they've seen the film and they've dived into it a lot more than we have. Um, they're going to see it. And if he, if he has that potential, he has, the, he has the potential to be higher. If they don't see it, then... then well, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Any... I'll tell you what. Michigan was a tough test for Penix Jr. And people could say, oh, Penix Jr. failed. He didn't fail. He was, uh, he was glorious all year long. He was absolutely a, a, a marvelous producer all year long. And then you've had guys like Adunze coming out saying that they, they ran the wrong routes and they didn't help Penix Jr. during that championship game anyway. On the flip side of it, not saying Washington's trash, but there's no excuse for McCarthy not to look better, especially with the momentum of the game and everything going their way. Like, McCarthy didn't show at all. Like, all of what everyone's saying about him, like, okay, maybe the stats aren't there because, you know, they didn't need to use him. Well, he had an opportunity to to finally show people, and I don't think he proved it one single bit. I think he has no business being in the top five conversation. I think I think Rattler, I think I'd rather have Rattler at this point over McCarthy. That could change, but right now I think Rattler's a more exciting prospect, personally. The thing with Ben is... The competition level of the Pac-12 is, is not what it used to be back several years ago. The, their competition level is, is not very good out there in the Pac-12. Not compared to the SEC, not compared to the Big Ten. Their, their competition level is just not, not great. That's, that's a fact. So when they Pac-12, when they're playing their, their, their conference teams, they're looking great because they're the best you know, team out there. I mean, Washington and them, I mean, they were, but were they, were they really that great compared to the, the top level conferences? No, not really. Sick Nasty, you call, you calling in or you can, you not, you're at work or something? He, uh, I, he said I, he's I, trying he's to get, him, get a break to call in. Okay. He said he's going to try to get a break. God, I, don't, I, I don't, noticed he, I don't like I mean, that works. he said this a lot about Completion percentage, and I think sometimes in college football, completion percentage can be overrated because of the system you're in. And like AR5 had like a completion percentage in the 50s, but he's a perfectly fine passer. From it looks like he's going to be fine in the NFL. Yeah, you know, it, 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 and I and I test and I I care more about eye test than if somebody's like like when I watch JD5, when I watch footage of that guy, like it takes five minutes for me. Anyway, but I, I, do, I do this a lot. I do it for a living. I've done it for twenty plus years, looking at rookies and you know scouting them the way that I the, the way that I do from the level that I do. I'm not saying I'm a scout for a team, but I definitely scout them for people, and done so for twenty plus years. I, I get used to seeing things and and things pop really quickly, and when I watch them play, I just man, it's different. It's different. It's nothing like oh, he's the best one of the bunch. Like in previous classes. It you know it, it's hard because and even even between Bryce Young and Stroud, there wasn't anything in Stroud's film that quite popped as as to 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 point necessarily the picture of what he was going to become like in terms of film like eye test he was good he was very very efficient very smart a lot of good attributes about him about both of them Bryce Young's still a good quarterback he's just in a really bad situation we may, may never see him rise up from. But like every once in a while, you see a quarterback that just has that difference, that that different capability than any other players, 
in the class, and J JD5 to me, by far and away, uh, is the most exciting um, player. Hold on, I'm going to time out here. Uh, let's go with... Uh... I guess A.T. Perry. Yeah, so when I look at JD5, it's different. It's just different. Like, it's, it sticks out like a sore thumb. I like, even, like, compared to Penix Jr., I like Penix Jr. a lot. In the right system, Penix Jr. will be good. JD5 should be good anywhere. I think he carries the team. AR5 didn't go to the best spot. AR5, you know, the, even without, you know, JT, AR5 would have been successful. And he doesn't have the weapons that anybody else has. He made everybody around him better. You could build everything around him. I feel like JD5's that guy. JD5, no matter where he goes, if he goes to New England, he's still going to succeed there. It's just a matter of, like, I want him in Washington with Kingsbury. But but JD5 is special. He's so different. I McCarthy, he feels like the best case scenario for McCarthy, to me, is you're getting a... God, what quarterback? I hate to say this because Ron's on the phone, but like a picket. I think he's a picket. He's got potential in the right spot. He could be he could be good. He could be okay. He could be an NFL quarterback, but I don't think he'll ever be anywhere near top like 10, 15 QB material or flirt with greater heights than that at times. Like, I don't think McCarthy, in my opinion, has that. But to, to McCarthy's defense and every quarterback that's doubted that doesn't put the the right film out or prove themselves in, in ways that you can measure Tom Brady, 2,200 yards, 2,400 yards at Michigan. He had no good stats at all. Those stats were garbage. Brady became the goat of all, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time. He currently sits on that throne now currently. And the dude did it coming off of a, a of a, a thing. No one could see coming. No one could see the 2,200 yards and 2,400 yards. It was for what was yeah, his, but... his touchdowns were like fourteen touchdowns. Like you couldn't see it coming. You couldn't see it coming. So anybody could develop at the next level in ways we can't imagine. It's just the way the NFL is. A lot of it's situation based, though. Like if McCarthy found found himself in the best situation out of all the other quarterbacks, he could be the third best, the second best. I mean, it's possible, but I don't. I definitely wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> is McCarthy faced top ranked defenses all the way through the season. All three, you look at it, Bo Nix, Penix, Caleb, all three of those guys from the Pac-12, no defenses. If you look at the college football defense rankings, Oregon was the top one. They were they were like eight, and that's the only Pac-12 defense in that whole division, whole conference that was even in the top tier. Um, one defense. They didn't play any defenses. That's why the game between Washington but, and, and uh and, and but he he and didn't he didn't he didn't play against oh, good against he didn't play no good defense. against Washington. Plus, you also got a lot of good game scripts for him that he should be doing better. I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm just saying I, he is. You can't use those things to give him a pass to move him ahead of the line. Is all I'm saying. I'm. Not I'm what yeah. I'm saying is, I don't think the other three quarterbacks from the Pac-12 are as good as everybody thinks they are. Well, because they didn't face no defenses. One or two and of them. They did, they, one or two of them could did, fail. One or two of them could fail. I don't know. Uh, Penix Jr., you can't say got his butt kicked. It was one game against Michigan, the best defense you, you could find. Like, he didn't get it. Penix Jr. didn't get his butt kicked anywhere. 
Like he he dominated all year. He, he dominated. That, that, that but that and doesn't and define and anything. You in the past, no defenses. That's what I'm telling you. He didn't face any tough defenses. Thanks, Prime. McCarthy, JJ. All right, hey, defense, see, it still doesn't. It still doesn't give him anything. Like it's a good. It's a good point. It's something to consider, but it doesn't change anything for me. Like I'm watching. I'm watching it. And I don't see it. I'm watching. I don't see it. Sick nasty's on the phone. He's a very. It's like you know. Yeah, you're watching these guys. I, I give that to you, Smitty. You're, you're great at watching these guys, but when you're watching the the Pac-12 quarterbacks, you're watching them basically play against high school team football yeah. Where if you're watching the Big Ten and the SEC, they're they're playing pro type defenses. Uh, it doesn't change anything for me, Ron. Though I mean, I can't I can't move him ahead because of a schedule. Uh, Sick Nasty's on the phone. He's a, an avid JJ McCarthy defender. Go ahead, Sick Nasty. Spit your spit your fire. Uh, all right, all right. This is my thing about uh, JJ. Uh, all right, with Michigan's offense being so run heavy. He's already been limited as far as what you can see out of his arm. And on top of that, he's only, on average, played three quarters a game. He only started playing the fourth quarter, I believe, when the Penn State game came about. Uh, but besides that, before that, he, he, all of his numbers are based off three quarters a game. He was never in the, in the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so I, mean, I just feel like people... On top of seeing him limited already because we don't throw the ball very deep or very often, he wasn't. He doesn't have very many fourth and, and, and all of that should be considered for sure to say, hey, don't overlook him or write him off. Again, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with Ron's points. I'm not disagreeing with your points. But none of that just vaults him ahead anywhere. And so all I'm saying is, I think we're kind of uh, Ron and I are more on the same page than I think he thinks. I'm not. I'm not calling him a bust. He just doesn't deserve to be ranked ahead of those other guys yet. And maybe Ron disagrees with that, but I think Ron, honestly, part of you is going that way. You developed that on the phone call, like you know, you're 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 an adamant defender of the opposite side, um, and and especially lately, and that 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 JJ McCarthy take seems very fresh. <laughs> like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I also, I, also, I also think that out of the top five quarterbacks come out this year, JJ McCarthy's probably one of the smartest with the ball. Could be. In three years, three years at Michigan, he's only threw eleven interceptions. Well, I think he's nineteen and two. Yeah, his system, so, his I system, mean, his system he, is very, very different though. And in, in the, you know the game scripts and having that defense and in that structure, of that offense and the way, like I said, I you know watching him, I don't get those vibes. It doesn't mean he can't prove me wrong. I there's some quarterbacks that prove it at the NFL level again. Using examples of Brady, using examples of even my take on Stroud last year, I wasn't super. I wasn't. I wasn't all all in on Stroud. Admittedly, I've taken a lap on that. That's but those things can happen. So I'm I'm opening that door for McCarthy. McCarthy could come into the NFL and just somehow flourish in the right unique unique situation. But nothing I've seen on film helps put connect those dots and say, well, he didn't play as much in the fourth quarter. Um, he had better def better defenses that he faced constantly. He also had a better defense himself. He also had better game scripting himself. They're like you said, they're up in the the uh, in the game most of the game most of the time, and he didn't have to even play the fourth quarter. That game script is different. There's a lot lot of things to factor in. And again, I'm not saying he's a bust, but by no means do those things vault him ahead of a guy like Penix Jr. 
who absolutely Heisman Trophy consideration, JD5 Heisman Trophy winner the year prior, and JD5 doesn't turn the ball over either. JD5 doesn't turn the ball over. That guy protects the ball. For all the running and scrambling and impromptu that JD5 does, there's no reason he should have as little turnover uh, um, you know, situations. He should, be, he should be coughing it up. He's not. JD5 is a, a freaking master of protecting the ball. But but I I do like another, I do I do like McCarthy. I just don't love him. I think he's he's in the conversation thing, of the five six for sure. Another, another thing, thing McCarthy, McCarthy has over some of the other top quarterbacks is that he got to practice against Michigan's defense every every day. Yeah. So I mean, if anybody's ready for a pro style defense, and Michigan ran one of the most pro style offenses in all of college football. So if. If any of the quarterbacks are ready to play against an NFL-ready defense, it's J.J. because he's seen them. He lived with them. He played with them every day of the week, all season long. I mean, Michigan didn't just have a top defense one year. Michigan's been a top defense in the league for years. Yeah. Uh, again, all good, all good points and things to make sure you don't overlook them or write them off, for sure. And if he goes to the combine, if his pro days, you know, impress everybody, you'll see him climb. But just as of this moment, as of this moment, I have no reason to put him above Penix Jr., Bo Nix. Um, and I think him and Rattler are competing for that that final spot of the, the bigger names. But a pro day, a great pro day, a great, a great combine could absolutely change that. Maybe he vaults ahead of Bo Nix. It's, it's possible. I just think Bo Nix says it right now. Watching the footage on these guys over and over and over and over, I get the feeling on Bo Nix and Penix Jr. way more than I do McCarthy. But these are all things that will play out. And, and, and situation is king. Situation is king. If Bo Nix goes to a horrible spot, like Bo Nix could go to a horrible spot, and Penix Jr. could go to a horrible spot, and J.J. McCarthy could go to Minnesota. And now he's throwing a JJ, and you have a, a situation where like he's got the best landing spot. Of course, he's going to be better. So situations, everything. When you're talking about this level of guy, JD Five is different. JD Five is on a whole nother like plateau, in my opinion. I think when uh, when people see JJ throw at the combine, I think a lot of people are going to change their opinion of him. Maybe. I mean, the kid can throw. Uh, I know, like, I've been to, like, uh, six or seven of the Michigan practices when I go home to visit. And, uh, man, I've seen, I've seen him make some, some crazy downfield throws. Like, just, I know there's no pressure on, you know, during practice and whatnot, but I know, I know his, his arm strength is crazy. I know one time during a game, he knocked Roman Wilson out of, out of the end zone with a laser. And then Roman Wilson admitted that the ball did knock him out. No. Uh, I'll be impressed when I see it in the, the combine. But, but until then, I'm waiting. <laughs> until then, I'm waiting. But, hey, I appreciate you, Sick Nasty, uh, taking the time to call in. Are you working right now? Yeah, I'm at work, actually. What kind of work do you do again? Line of work? Uh, I'm a tool and die guy up at uh, one of the Ford uh, trucks. Attaboy. Attaboy. That's awesome. Sick nasty. Didn't know that. Thank you for calling in, bro. Um, stay safe. Keep your AirPod in, but stay safe. Okay. All right. 
All right, later, pal. Later. All right, final thoughts, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, JJM. JJM. Yeah. Nobody for Justin Jefferson. JJM. Or, or just JJ yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. I keep confusing it too. Yeah, I say I usually say JJ McCarthy. So uh, it's no no. Just say JJM. All right, anything else, boys? Um Oh, I was just uh <clears throat> they keep throwing comps out there for Drake May. And you see everything from Herbert to Jordan Love to Trubisky and yeah. it's just just funny how much how much they can, you know, sway depending on I know, I do right like the Herbert comparison. He very much reminds me of Herbert yeah. for sure. I think uh, I hear Aaron Rodgers and Caleb. That's a very good comp. The way they play, the the ability to like uh, scramble around and yeah. throw these weird passes, and I like Caleb's skill. Mm-hmm. Like Caleb is very skilled. It's all about a lot of other factors and going to Chicago that concern me. If Caleb went to Washington to work with Kingsbury, I could get behind it. It's not that he's my favorite choice. I think JD five is way better, but situation, as I said, is king. And Kingsbury worked with them. That's his. That's his quarterback coach from USC. Like they'd be paired right back together. It'd be. It would be a beautiful connection. But at the same time, I don't want that because I think JD Five is at a whole nother level than Caleb. I. I just. I just. Oh, I, I, Caleb reminds me of Aaron Rodgers a little bit, but not. I don't think he'll ever be as good. I think he, he got. He's got bust potential potentially. Uh, JD Five is the next Lamar Jackson, maybe better. I think Drake May Herbert is a very good comp. And that could kind of go hand in like hand that. with his fantasy production, though. If he goes to the, to a kind of a yeah. like, let's say he goes to New England, he's gonna not be a top five quarterback for a little bit of time. Like if he ever right. gets there, he's gonna be Justin Herbert's been lingering outside the top five. So there's that. And then uh, Bo Nix reminds me. I don't. They're very very hesitant to say this because I think people are gonna say that I'm predicting him to become Mahomes. But he plays like Mahomes in a lot of ways. He, if you watch Bo Nix's footage or film, he's literally like the the things this guy gets out of is crazy. Like the the messes he gets out of, the way he improvises, the way he shuffles passes the ball when he's getting tackled. Like he just has that 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 crazy creative like ability, and his release is really unique and, and quick. And I really like Bo Nix. Penix Jr. reminds me of. Uh, God, I don't know who I would say. I, I mean, it's a, obviously you comp Lamar a little bit, but almost like a Randall Cunningham or something like that. I don't know how to really pinpoint a uh, Michael Penix Jr. comp, other than to say he he's a he's a gunslinger. Even if people don't want to admit it, he's um. I would say I would say I don't want to say Lamar because Lamar feels very very different. Um. I would say. Penix doesn't run as much, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He can move, but he doesn't. Yeah, run. so that, that's why. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like I don't. I don't know. Well, how 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 would we comp Penix Jr.? Don't say Tua. I mean, end times, come like, on, bro. Better than better than golf. When Warren golf Moon's kind of a. You know, golf was. Warren Moon's kind of an example. More athletic than golf, I guess. Yeah. Warren Moon's it's kind of a good athletic. example. Yeah. I don't know. Not bad. You know, I, um, I... Penix Jr. reminds me of... 
I can't remember his name. He was the LSU. He was a phenom in LSU quarterback. Nope, and he got, uh, yep, Russell. And that's what I think Penix will be. Great college. Russell I think he'll bomb like Russell. I think JD5 is the best mm-hmm. quarterback out there. I like May. And um, but, uh, JJM might might do something if he's put on the right. The right. It's uh, good. It's great so, quarterback so. class. I like Rattler a lot too. I think Rattler is pretty interesting. He's kind of like the yeah. the the Hen Hooker of last year's draft, where you know, and that's why there's still some promise with Hen and Hooker if Detroit explores it. But it was like it was like Hen and Hooker could climb up into the top fifteen, and then he didn't. But there was yeah. a lot of hype behind him. He's coming back from an ACL tear, so there's no way to really evaluate him properly. But I feel like Rattler is going to be that guy that, no pun intended, rat- rattles the the QB ranks a little bit at the bottom, the very very tail end of the top five six. But we'll see. Um, uh, Jamarcus Russell, I I, I I I get it. I mean, look, the quarterbacks bust all the time, so it's not it wouldn't be crazy. But Penix Jr. to me, I think it's very easy for people to hate him. But I think if anybody was to come in with a very objective lens and not like try and tie his injuries to him, played two two seasons without the injuries. Like you know what I mean? There's a reason he stayed in college for the for the amount of time he did and why he's such an older quarterback is because he had to put good film down for two years and and shake off those injuries and the label. And he did. He did it for two years, and yet everybody keeps saying he's an injury, walking injury. He played two years without it. You know, and he got banged up really hard in that Michigan game. and still played through it. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't step out of the game. He didn't. You know, he didn't. He didn't head to the locker room and not come back. He, the guy got beat up, and his team was making mistakes, and they admitted it later. Again, a Doomsday said on that wide open touchdown, he ran the wrong route. The ball was exactly where it needed to be. It could have changed the trajectory of the game. I just think Penix Jr. puts it all out there, and if you look at every single thing but that national championship game. Like if he, let's say he didn't even make it to the national championship game, I think it, he'd be ranked higher. I think it's crazy. He was against Michigan. Like Penix Jr. is a freaking amazing film, and his his like what he did, uh, the way he delivered the ball to Adunze, how they connect, and I mean, God, he turned Adunze into a monster. This guy, Penix Jr. is, I, I I think he gets such a bad rap. Now he needs to go to a good spot. They all do. Bo Nix and Penix Jr. McCarthy. Any one of them could be better than the other. As I keep saying, it depends on the situation. Situation is 100% I, I, king. I don't like the Pac-12 quarterback. I, I, I know, but you, you it seems like you're very against against that. Like that stance is like cemented no matter what the player does. You know, like, I mean, you're... Because uh, historically, historically the, the, the quarterbacks out of the Pac-12 end up busting out there's very few that actually made it through and done worth anything. There's a lot of hype of them coming out of college. I mean, look at even your Cardinals. Who'd you guys draft? The big guy out of USC? And what? Bust. You know, so so it's, it's like the Pac-12 defense yeah but i mean judge him judge him on his own though ron like don't use that you can't just use that like that's when people said ohio state quarterbacks will never do well or whatever like you gotta but you gotta take it case by case you can't just say oh this 
Like I ain't begrudging your opinion at all, Smitty. I mean, you you love the guy. That's great. I'm just giving my opinion. I I just think that that those three quarterbacks. I'm not high on on. Caleb's not a leader. He 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 goes and cries in the stands when they lose a game. He he. He, he's not a team player, for one thing, so that's why I don't like him. Penix, I mean, the, none of none of the three coming out of the Pac-12 uh, pack have played tough defenses at all. So they look better than what they probably really are. That's my whole point. And and I don't begrudge you of your opinion on them at all. I, no, I, I, I know. I, no, I'm, it's fine. I'm just debating it. I'm just saying that, like, it feels like... I know. It's not necessarily about Penix Jr. It's about other things. I, I don't know. I feel like it's it's about. I think it's about the injuries partly, which I understand. It's a, it means a thing to be concerned well, about for sure. With, but I feel like to, to judge him off of his count, like he it's not his fault. You know what I mean? Like he, I don't think you should take away from somebody that they faced this competition. And it's not like they faced high schoolers, like you said. It's not high school defenses. It's still. It's it's like he's at a small time school that faced nobody. He was in a national look, championship they, game. Look, look, they play they play uh, Oregon State. Like I said, Oregon had the toughest defense in the Pac-12. They play Oregon State. They play USC, who doesn't have a defense. They play UCLA, who doesn't have a defense. They play all these teams in the Pac-12 that doesn't have defenses. I think Arizona State might have had. Like they they played some pretty good defense against uh, um, USC and almost and, and didn't they beat USC I think? Can you imagine if Penix Jr. Arizona... Penix Jr. goes to the Steelers? <laughs> it's gonna be so fun to so fun to reflect back on. He won't. He, he won't. He won't go to. The Steelers. I mean, he I mean, he's one of the quarterbacks that could fall, and I don't think he falls like people think. And Bobby, he... Russell Wilson. <laughs> He could fall That's there. He could. Hey, I don't mind Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh. I don't mind Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh. No, I think that's good. I think that's good for you, Ron. I think that's really good for you. I'm with you on five. I'm, I'm with you on on on, on, on it could turn out to be something good. Um, but the three from the Pac-12. Hey, I, just, I expect I nothing less. Uh, McCarthy was getting beat up in here a little bit, and Ron came in, Captain Saver Ron. And he saved the day. He he'll swoop in and defend anybody that needs it. That's the good thing about Ron. So uh, now now McCarthy's on Ron's good list. <laughs> I look. I hope when someone's beat, beating me up, Ron comes in and saves the day. So there you go. For sure. Hey, maybe we'll uh, be wrong. Hey, I mean, not uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying you're you're. You I mean you. You have good takes, Ron. I mean, you've, I mean, you you love Stroud more than I did last year. So, I mean, there's that, you know. But I, I still yeah. feel I still feel like I I can't I can't look at I can't look at all these what is for JJ McCarthy and not flip the script and say the same thing about um, well, what if Penix Jr. did face bigger, stronger defenses? How would he have done it? Whatever. If we can't say JJ McCarthy McCarthy didn't do this, but what if he did? You know, we we can't do the same thing on the other side of the fence. That's all I'm saying. Like I, Penix Jr. was in the Heisman Trophy uh, uh, race. He, he, like this this guy's a freaking phenom. Like he he did it. He did it all year long. He did it all year long. And people saying he got figured out in 
the national championship game when they're not even acknowledging all the things that were said after the game. Like I said, Adunze saying, like, that ball was perfectly placed and I ran the wrong route. That would have changed everything. This guy stuck in there, kept getting beat up. Michigan's a tough defense. I, 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 I value Penix Jr. more coming out of the national championship game, but I'm a sick puppy. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I better go, guys. Appreciate you. Prayers up to Ron. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm, look at him. 72-hour fasting. I'm a maniac. <laughs> Are you? Did you fast for 72 hours? You, you don't know that? No, uh, it's all over my IG too. Yeah, I uh, I go to my stories on IG. I you get you follow the whole journey. I'm I'm 26 or seven hours into it. I haven't ate a single thing. Oh I'm only, only drinking water. I'm down like probably six and a half pounds right now. You got to be hangry. Right yeah, I'm I'm I'm, a le- I'm less hangry than I thought. When do you get when do you get coach? Do they have do they have caffeine in them? Yeah, they, Monster, right? they hit you pretty hard. Yeah, I haven't got my withdrawal when, when headache yet. What, Ron? That was the toughest. What, Ron? When's your fast over? When do you get to eat? Uh, nine thirty-nine p.m. on Tuesday night. So I'm driving straight to In and Out, and I'm oh getting. Th- I know I'm getting three. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm, I, look, if I I'm gonna lose 15 pounds minimum because I already lost six and it was 17. When I weighed in, it was five and a half, and it was it was 17 hours in. And and I'm doing 10,000 plus right. steps a day. I'm doing 200 burpees. I'm doing 200 push ups. I'm doing so I'm adding a whole workout after, thing on top of it. What? After you're done with them, better not eat it all back in one day. No, I, I can't. I can't because I'm I'm running. I'm doing like ten to fifteen thousand steps a day on top of it. Like I'm gonna whatever I eat's I, gonna burn straight off. Because I, I, I mean, I'm, I'd be thinking of that pizza, that pizza from where you get it. Yeah, you take that bite, and just like you get, you know, the cheese gets caught up and it's just oh. long. Stop, and Ron! Stop, Ron! Tor- fin- finish him! <laughs> finish him! Ron, torture chain. Call terminated. <laughs> Well, all right, Travis, I'll see you later, pal. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Later. Ron got hung up on. All right, uh, I'm out of here. See you all later. Thank you for joining. And uh, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Ron's describing the cheese. And uh, they'll double your first deposit up to $100. Do it live. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of naysayers. A lot of people say they're going to. I'm not saying Ron was that, but but they say you're going to gain the weight back. And I'm not. I'm not because if I drop 15 pounds. And I'm more active, and I can run better. I can carry my my body weight easier. I'm gonna be. I'm already motivated. I'm already doing. I'm already doing enough working out to probably maintain no matter what I level at. Whatever I level at, and I start eating, I will absolutely maintain that weight because I'm doing so much, ten thousand to fifteen thousand steps, and and the working out and all that. So one hundred percent, not gaining nothing back. Not to mention, I'll, I'll if I gain the 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 weight back, it'll be muscle, and I'll be like, eh. By weigh two fifteen, they said it. Let's say I get down to two oh eight. It's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. But if I get down to two oh eight or something, and I gain it back to two fifteen, it'll be muscle, you know, because I'll be working out, so I'll be fine with it. All right. See you all later. Appreciate you. Deuces.
Ron describing the Lou Malinati's cheese. That's just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong, Ron. It's like, the cheese, let me describe it in detail. When it drips off and gets stuck in your mouth and you're eating that cheese from Lou Malinati's pizzeria and the pepperonis and the the, uh, the, the specialty sauce and the crust and, and uh, the buttered crust. Smitty, let me remind you more about the buttered crust. I'm going to tear up one of those Lou Malinati's pizzas. Not to mention, after this is all over, like I said, I'll be working out, but I'm also intermittent fasting. I'll continue to do that. So I'm going to go slam a Lou Malinati's large pizza that weighs about 15 pounds. I'll slam that, but I'm doing it in the intermittent fasting period. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Later. Reese Hall is eight foot tall. Real quickly, shout out to, uh, shout out to, I think it's Matt O who's doing it with me. Matt O says 48 hours left. I think Matt O, Matt O, you're still doing it, right? Matt O is doing it with me. Rock out was, uh, a Bruce. The Bruce is going to do it. I, I don't know if the Bruce is doing it. We haven't seen him. Bruce, make sure you eat something if it's not, uh, going well with you. And again, you got to check with your doctor and your, this is not something I know anything about other than for my body. Um, who else is doing it? Who else is doing it? There's, there's several people. Peanut butter and jelly in, is doing it from the chat. Uh, a couple people are, are doing it. I think golf might've, no golf might've been, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. All right. See you all later. Reese Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. Get braced.